Hi everyone and welcome back to Tokyo on Fire. Today is November 14th, 2017. President Trump embarked on a 12-day mission on November 5th and visited Tokyo for four days. Michael? It was an interesting, really interesting time in many ways. Uh, and it, there was a little bit of controversy, but it was mostly manufactured. And for the most part, you have to say that for both sides, the trip went really, really well. I thought so too. You and I had an argument the last time we filmed Tokyo on Fire, mm -hmm. and you said that the Prime Minister's uh, approval rating would not take a dive up. It would instead perhaps stay the same or take a dive down. And I was completely wrong. Once uh, again. As usual. Yes. Uh, at least in terms of the NHK figures that came out yesterday. Uh, 11 points up. No, in NHK it was only seven, but in, in other polls we've had really big jumps. Mm -hmm. And part of that is the way that he handled Donald Trump over this sure. period of time. And, he, and you have to say the word handled, because for the first time this was a U.S. president who didn't come in necessarily as someone who is an expert mm -hmm. uh, in international affairs, an expert in security matters, and who has, to a certain extent can be guided. Mm -hmm. and. Mr. Abe very carefully prepared the groundwork in terms of having all kinds of activities that would please Mr. Trump, and then got down to business after really what was a long pre, uh, preparatory period. Right. It wasn't a state visit, though. Isn't that interesting? Well, it wasn't a state visit in that he didn't have an official dinner with the, with the emperor. He visited now, him, though. He visited the emperor along with his wife, Melania. And that's been usually the way it, it can be worked out. Mm -hmm. In this case, the, the final dinner was a, a really interesting bento dinner, which fe featured pico taro. Right. And we, we talked about that last time. And where else would you have a bento dinner but at the Gehinkan? Yeah, I know. With the gold paneled walls uh, and ceilings. It was, it was a very, it was, it was an interesting melange of things, especially. I couldn't since, make it. I know you did, couldn't. But, <laughs> in, but considering how much had been pushed toward the American side in order to accommodate Trump. The lunch first mm -hmm. at the Kasumigaseki Country Club, which was a hamburger. The next, that, that, the dinner at, at a very fine restaurant in the Ginza, but nevertheless, it's a steak dinner. Finally, they have a Japanese-style meal toward the end, mm -hmm. uh, which is very different from the way the South Koreans handle it, who basically gave him Korean culture from moment one. Right, except for the shrimp. Oh, we won't, that, yes, of course, that was Japanese. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. This is all way too much inside baseball. Uh, but it is funny, though. It's interesting that how, how countries jab each other. I know. The, the concept that the South Koreans actually advertised that the shrimp in the meal came from the waters around Dokdo just to upset the Japanese. What was the point of, I know, yes, yeah. it's for domestic consumption, right. yes. But, you know, that lowered my opinion of the South Korean right. government just a little bit. And then, of course, when, when Trump went to China, he was treated to something he really was not going to enjoy, which was a performance of the Chinese opera. By contrast, here in Japan, everything was... He was a good guest, wasn't he? He was a good guest right. here in Japan, but also everything was basically geared to keep it at as not as confrontational in terms of culture mm -hmm. as it, Japan is seemingly was much more comfortable in, in its own skin. Mm -hmm. uh, right. And Mr. Abe was more than happy to accommodate the, the personal likes and dislikes of the president. Mm -hmm. And that's perfectly yep. fine. And again, he got a big bump up in his approval ratings. 
And it's well deserved if that was the only reason. If for other reasons of the, that he got it, uh, that it's some kind of still echoing certain appreciation of his victory in the election, okay, that, that may be all right also. Mm-hmm. But, but clearly, this was a well-handled visit. There were possibilities for really catastrophic faux pas. And the only one that, that really resonated and stung was the one having to do with your economy can only be number two, mm-hmm. America will always be number one. That fumbled phrase that, that President Trump tried to, of course, wing. That didn't go so well, but Japanese media, that was the weird thing about this, this entire, well, what was your impression of the Japanese media's approach to this visit? Well, I thought they were really being very careful and standoffish. I was amazed. Yes. I mean, I was reading the editorials of, of the usually extremely critical Mainichi and my own, my favorite, mm-hmm. the Tokyo Shinbun. They held off. They yeah. said nothing critical about Abe. They just kept everything very, I thought, yeah. for example, that the, the uh, statements regarding Japan's ability to shoot down South, uh, North Korean and missiles. the billions of dollars and the thousands of jobs this is going to create for America. Yeah, and wow. the, Jap- the Japanese anti-Abe and U.S. skeptical media just let it go. Mm-hmm. Right. They just let these things go. When, when, when Trump said, I don't understand why a nation of samurai didn't shoot those missiles down, they just let it flow over them. That, well, actually, he made that statement before he, he arrived, didn't he? Well, he made, that statement, he made it one statement like it and then made another time in Japan, and the media just let it go. Don't people, I mean, he has handlers, right? Your Excellency, Mr. President, don't say this. Right? Yeah, of course, but he's not. He, he's the first president for whom there is no control. Uh-huh. Okay, and that's part of the new era and the new game, right. right? Okay. What was also interesting was the the disconnect between the way the television act toward Ivanka Trump and the way the people felt toward mm-hmm. her. That I expected a, a completely different reaction. I thought there would be lots of fawning over her, and she would be welcomed. And in fact. The president's visit was supposed to be four days. It actually only ended up being three. And there was supposed to be just a little bit of layover with Ivanka and the president. Well, she was as supposed well. to go with him uh, forward, but she was sent back to the United States for some reason in midway uh, in this trip. But mm-hmm. there's, it, it, in the case of her arrival, that they had live images of the empty escalator that she's about to come down right. on all of major channels. I did not expect NHK yeah. to go to, to that. Mm-hmm. level, I mean, I can understand Fuji Terebi Television or uh, Nihon Terebi, one of the commercial channels doing that. Pomp and circumstance. But it was, it was that, that yes. was there. But then, uh, and the, the print media was a bit more critical and a bit, bit less uh, friendly uh, to Ivanka than the TV, which was, which was fawning. I thought that was really interesting that, that TV uh, producers just fell mm-hmm. over themselves, that they didn't, there was not within the different networks, at least some kind of right. attempt to establish your network's identity as the one that doesn't like Ivanka. Sure. Everybody just fell over. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the same was true in terms of the Trump visit. They did a, they did a very flat representation. There was none of the, the, the digs or anything like that that I expected mm-hmm. coming, of course, uh, since I'm a Democrat from the United States. You're a Democrat and a fish lover, I understand. Uh, and. <laughs> <laughs> didn't you didn't you just laugh when you saw uh, the president dumping the the box of of 
fish food onto the, those poor fish's heads. I know, it was a terrible, <clears throat> terrible thing to do. Now, that was really interesting. That was played up, wasn't it? And, 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 and I was asked about that by journalists. I said, wait a minute. Yes. What happened? Right, what's the, what's the whole story here? What's the here? context? Right. And the context was is that Abe did it first. Right. Abe, Abe, got, Ab, Abe got tired of spooning one by one and just said, whatever. And Trump did it too. But the, uh, it, the way it was rolled out. The royal was rolled out by obviously uh, people who had the ability to take that image, which would have, must have been a heck of a lens. Uh, because they had, didn't have any reporters close by, mm -hmm. uh, must have been. They, 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 had, they had a press. real agenda, right. sure. And immediately reported that he had committed some kind of faux pas. They right. kept looking for faux pas. Sure. But why didn't they find the prime minister tumbling into the, the the sand pit? That's another thing. Which is so it was so hilarious, but it only came out like three or four days later. Yeah, that, that, where, he, where he they were playing golf, and suddenly whoops a daisy. And, yes, and. But that was kept entirely off the airway. Mm -hmm. So this was an, a really interesting example of jishuku, right. of self-restraint on the part of Japan's media. Are they trying to curry favor with the Abe administration now that he's got at least four years of, of this next House mm -hmm. of Representatives? Maybe. That might be clearly what they want to do. They want to avoid and also, of course, not make Japan a part of any kind of Trump-involved business that involves U.S. media or international media with a, and get Japan all caught up in mm -hmm. that. That seems to me quite reasonable, but they re the, the, the media companies here in covering the Trump visit just had yeah. a very handoff and very respectful and, and, and played everything as straight as possible, even though you know if once you, they turn the cameras off, they had all kinds of things that they must have wanted to say. Michael, I think people that just dislike the president can see all sorts of things that were wrong or what he did, didn't do right on his visit here. But I think as a practical matter, he did pretty well, didn't he? I mean, he really didn't make any faux pas. He had a great state dinner. It wasn't a state dinner at the uh, Gehinkan. A lot of people, a lot of press. And I think one of the most lasting impressions of the president's visit was with the um, abductees from uh, North Korea. Yeah, that, that, that of course is always fraught because that's the way that Mr. Abe got into power in, in overall back in 2006 and he still is drawing on the, their shine. But that wasn't his idea, that had to be uh, the president's idea. No, but this is clearly something that he's been whispering in uh, Trump's uh, perhaps, ear in yeah. all those communications that they've had over mm -hmm. the year. And it goes, and it fits hand in glove with sure. Trump's association of the DPRK with pure evil, mm -hmm. which is very simple for American voters to understand, oh, this is a country that abducts small children and, and takes them away. Uh, so it's okay to send three aircraft carriers. Uh, that's, that's entirely sure. proportional. Right. And, uh, and the fact that it happened 40 years ago, we, we, you know, that, and, and remember, he did put the mention of, of Yokota Megumi into his UN General Assembly speech. Mm -hmm. Uh, as a part of the condemnation of uh, of the DPRK, so that it worked for both sides, he, for the U.S. as at least at least the Trump administration, mm -hmm. whatever that it whether it represents the full U.S. government or not, is quite a question right now. There is certainly a great deal of jostling, 
uh, that's going on. But in terms of international relations, it was a, it was a fine gesture. Right. Great. Thank you very much, Michael. The U.S.-Japan relationship seems to be on an even keel. Please stay tuned. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Tokyo on Fire. Today is November 14th, 2017. The prime minister seemed to be on the ropes just a tiny bit before the election last month, and now he's come back swinging. Michael, you've been watching this too. We have the upper house and the lower house. They have different opposition parties now. What fun and games can we look yeah. forward to? Yeah, that's the first time in history that that's ever been the case, where the opposition was different in both of the houses. We, well, we've got such a plethora of parties now, all kinds of split parties that are supposedly the opposition, uh, that this might have been an eventuality, but again, it's historical. Mm -hmm. But what the real shocker that has come out after the election, which was discussed never, not even way in the past. Not even on this program. Not even on this program, was the sudden idea put out, seemingly from Abe himself, that the current split of the, of the amount of time inside the budget committee that is dispensed to the ruling party and to the opposition parties for question time needs to be re revised. Mm -hmm. And the opposition parties say, what? Right. What do you, what do you mean? When, what, and, and why didn't this come out during the election? Mm -hmm. what, what possible reason might Somebody's feeling their oats. Someone is feeling their oats. Okay. Yes. Ostens if you have no idea of the history and no idea of how the Japanese government goes about policy manufacturing, the current split looks kind of weird. The ruling coalition controls two-thirds of the seats in both houses mm -hmm. of the Diet, and yet it only receives two-tenths of the time to speak about budget issues. The remaining eight-tenths goes entirely to opposition. And you say, wow, you know, that's, that's really disproportionate, and maybe there needs to be a shift, but there's, there's a, there are some good historical and, and good functional reasons why that is so. In the in case of history, it's quite simple. This was an LDP request when the LDP was in opposition back during the DPJ era, mm -hmm. that because we have to look over what you're doing, you need to give us more time. Makes sense. Yeah. And indeed, you know, if, if, if there is a shift between the, the two eight, two to eight, uh, ratio that we that currently exists. It let's face it, diet question time will be a lot less entertaining, right? And and definitely a lot less informative because those first two two tenths of the time, it's just basically people. Yeah, it's rah rah. rah, it's, rah. it's rah rah. It's exactly it. It's it's it's. You, we, the government, are doing such a great job, and it's so great to hear all these wonderful thoughts from you, Mr. Prime Minister, and you, Mr. Minister of whatever. Right. That, who needs that? Mm -hmm. Okay. But the people who want to get on television certainly do. Right. Uh, but in terms of the public and in terms of the public good, basically nothing is served. It's when the opposition gets to talk and say, look, what is this? Mm -hmm. What is that? That we, get, we learn something. This is just in the finance meetings or this throughout the, the whole? Uh, well, in, in the case, this, what really matters is the budget committee meetings because those are televised. Right. Sure, you can look at the other committee meetings and, and how they're run on, on, they're live streamed on the web and also they're archived there. So you can go back and look Same at Same ratio? 
basically the same ratio because this is was, the idea is that one, uh, the purpose of having an opposition at all is to, to raise those issues. Is to raise these issues to to, them. to, right. to check that the to be if not a check on power at least have expose what it is that the government is doing. Mm -hmm. the, and that's been one of the arguments, in fact, in favor of not really messing with the electoral system too much, because as long as in the diet questioning, the opposition gets to speak and it gets to really hold the government to account. And government accountability is what's important, right. not winning accountability, then it's fine. Now, suddenly the accountability time is being shrunk and the opposition is saying, wait a minute, mm -hmm. wait, 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 wait. And then they have a further technical point that's really important, I think. In the policymaking process, at least in the classical one that existed in the LDP, LDP members get to talk about the policy over and over again. First in the Policy Research Council in its various divisions, which are divided according to the various ministries. They're, they're basically mirror images each of, the, of each ministry. They get to talk to bureaucrats about the policy. They get to talk amongst themselves about the policy. Then it's shoved into the General Council after it clears the Policy Research Council. It goes to the general counsel where anybody can come in and discuss this new idea. And then it gets put into the, given to the prime minister and the cabinet. Mm -hmm. Only after that process. So LDP members have had their chance to talk about whatever it is inside the bill or long before. Right. It's the like almost any Japanese meeting you go to. Before you have the meeting, everything's already been discussed to death. It's just the formality of having the issues put Put on the table. And the thing is, in this case, because it then gets submitted to the Diet, the Diet members who are not in the LTP see the thing for the first time. Get their first shot. And they, they have not been a part of this discussion mm -hmm. process. And so they say, okay, right. we deserve more time because you've already had a chance to speak about it. And that's the technical issue that eventually the opposition members currently, if you watch the television programs, they're not getting that message out, right. but that's going to come their time as this, this issue is discussed more. Right now, yesterday, uh, and actually this morning, NHK put out uh, its report about a public opinion poll, and it clearly showed that the public is still not informed about the issues mm -hmm. because the most popular answer is, well, maybe we should just have 50-50, you know, 50% of the time for the government, 50% of the time for the opposition. That sounds fair, was the, major, was the answer that got right. the most uh, support. That shows that- We don't know. Yeah, we, we don't know. This sounds fair right. uh, and that, that there was not real thought put into what it is that happens in the Japanese policy process. Well, it's a political issue, isn't it? If they have two thirds of the vote and they put it up for the vote, we know exactly what's going to happen. Exactly. So if it's, if it's not going to be on the vote in terms of voting, then the accountability has to come through the question time. Mm -hmm. And of course, there is that other matter, which is from before the election, which is the Kake Gakuen and the Moritomo Gakuen scandals, which the opposition wants to revisit. And the prime minister is busy sweeping. Under the rug. Yes. Yes. And that those two issues, those two school scandals will appear in these 80%, you know, these, these, this two to eight ratio, that eight part will reflect a lot of questions that regarding these, this subject, which for Mr. Abe, he says, look, you had a chance in the diet and the public, 
voted for my party. It must not be an issue. Let's move on. Right. And who knows what the eventual proportion is going to be. Obviously, since the LDP has put out a proposal, it can't go back to the 8-10, the 2 to, two to 8 uh, ratio, because it, it can't walk away from with this with nothing. Right. It'll be decided in this diet session. This diet session is expected to go until mid-December? Uh, yeah, but the thing is, is is that it has to be decided first, because... The, Otherwise, we're not going to let the have any, deliberations... We're not going to have a procedure. Uh, so, it's the thing is, it's not codified in law. It's not a... Mm -hmm. There's no... It, it does not say in the Constitution what, right. what one should do. It's merely a matter of custom, as was shown by the fact that when the LDP requested more time to, to hold the government of the DPJ, the DPJ-led government, accountable... They were granted it mm -hmm. as a custom. What it does look like is, one, yes, that the prime minister is trying to run away from the Kakegakuen and Moritomogakuen scandals, but more importantly, that constitutionalism, and indeed the main opposition party in the House of Reps, is the, the, the constitutionalism party, right? right? They, they are very, very careful about procedures, and they're going to talk about procedures, and they're going to talk about the way things have been done as being part of the Constitution. And Mr. Abe has to be very careful because there are real landmines there for him. Mm -hmm. He has, he's done a lot of end arounds, the constitutional and, and customary procedures involving the collective security agreement or involving- uh, Article nine, interpretation. Uh, and, and all these nine, things. Right. He's gone, he's, he's done a lot of weaving and dodging and, and getting rid of the post-war regime, as he calls it. If he really wants to tamp down speculation that he wants to, to destroy Article 9 and the Constitution, then he might have to reconsider. It's, it, it might, they might have to go to a fallback position of a 3-7 split or something like that because the opposition will not accept a 50-50 split. But they're not in a position to insist, are they? They are in a position to insist because they know that the, op that the prime minister's support is soft. Mm -hmm. Yes, his prime minister- So they make a big brouhaha of it. They make a big yeah. brouhaha of it, and it will make him look bad. And right. remember, when, again, this is from NHK's poll, which is the most recent. The reason, the, the, the main reason why People support the prime minister and his cabinet mm -hmm. is that they can see no alternatives. Right. If he starts acting in a dictatorial way, alternatives will pop up. Right. And, and if anything, the, the experience of Koike Yuriko in this election cycle should show, when you start acting like a dictator, other people suddenly become quite sure, quite much more attractive than they would be otherwise. And she really blew that. And if he doesn't see that as a, one of the narratives that mm -hmm. came out of this election cycle, then he's in trouble. Right. The, the poll that you've just referenced also mentioned that the highest negative attribute was untrustworthiness. We just don't trust him. We, we have no confidence in, in this prime minister. That's right. And that's, all, that's only going to get worse. And he has to be careful about that. The fact that, yes, he's standing very tall, but he still stands on sand, mm -hmm. and it can wash away from underneath him just like it did in August. Okay, so that's one issue to look out for. We've got other shenanigans that are going on. Bunshun is having a field day ever since the election. Well, it's, 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 it must have been... Predictable? 
I don't know. I, I expected much more to come out during the electoral cycle in order to knock people down, mm -hmm. but it seemed to have decided to wait and let them get reelected and then going after them. Is, is that accurate? They're, they're, it seems that they're going after one party in particular. Which party the, the is that? The Constitutional Party. Why, and why is that? Because apparently um, a lot of guys are in, what do you call it? In flagrante delicto. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> yes. Well, the, 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 but we're on TV, so I didn't want to say that. But oh, we're, we're, well, we're on YouTube, so it's okay. Okay. Well, maybe but, maybe Mark can edit out the the silly parts. But yeah, well, the, there was. Yes. It's unbelievable, though. I mean, I mean, it, it is part of life. It is part of politics. But you know, to come at this particularly pregnant point in time. Um, it really hurts, doesn't it? Well, it doesn't necessarily hurt because there's not going to be an election and everyone can, and everything can be forgotten by the time the next election cycle comes around. Mm -hmm. That there have been- branding? In terms of branding, we, we like these guys, we don't like these guys. These guys are up and coming, they're the new opposition party, we don't like them, let's, let's throw some mud their direction. Well, certainly if, if Bunshun held off during the election, then of course Bunshun has a has a side that it's on, which is against the LDP. Mm -hmm. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, a, a strong and successful Abe Shinzo is an incredibly boring story for the weeklies to try to talk about. While one where Abe Shinzo is always standing on the edge of the cliff, that's much more interesting. Mm -hmm. Well, then you, they might have held off for the very simple reason that it was not helpful to their overall narrative. Right, right. What other issues are bubbling to the surface now that the the, the seats have been divided and we're now um, facing a, a diet session? Well, the most interesting one to me is this sudden concept that the, the Kometo is floating, that any kind of revision of the Constitution really needs to have about two-thirds yes. public support. It, it, no, no, they actually went a little bit further than that. They said the, the, the referendum is not quite enough. It needs to have a little bit more than that two-thirds. Uh, uh, if I were in the Constitutional Party, I'd say, we're not with these guys. Yes. Whatever they're discussing has nothing to do with the Constitution. We're, and I would find my way Plus to- Alpha. I would, I would find my way to get past them toward, more toward the center. Okay. Because this is, this, is, this is, okay, they're showing that they're uncertain and, and concerned about where the Abe administration is going. But to, to float out this completely just man-made, utterly artificial standard that they are going to right. look for, that two-thirds of the public has to support it. No, sorry, Article 96 right. says uh, you have to have 50% plus one voter. Right. That's it. That's all you have to do. No two-thirds and nothing. But don't you think most, most nationals, most Japanese people, a lot of our viewers, in fact, also know that they can they can call a spade a spade and they go you're grasping for straws you're trying to find a way to get yes. out of the what the election has created which is a situation where you will be complicit in whatever mm -hmm. happens in terms of the constitution or you have to break up the coalition right you know it's time to fish or cut bait as they say in america you're you're stuck with what your That's the, right. the the relationship that you created no, 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 we're mm. going to invent this artificial standard. That, I think, is fascinating. Right. It shows how incredibly desperate they are. Of course, we're not in an actual session so that no one is, is really concentrating. But nevertheless, floating this idea, having, having the party leader float this idea, yeah, uh, having Yamaguchi say it, that's amazing to me. Mm -hmm. The president just left. He was on a three-day visit here. We should do a session on that. Yes, we should. 
Um, the prime minister's approval rating took a great uptick yeah. as a consequence of that. And maybe this is also giving him a little bit of, um, of throw weight. Maybe, but also could be pushback in terms of the Cometo saying, hey, hey, don't get too, too high on your horse just yet, mm -hmm. which is, would be fine. But nevertheless, it's couched in a way that simply is not supportable by any known standard right. of, of anything that's happened before. Before we wrap this up, we have to talk about defense and the, the statements of the president about Japan being able to shoot it down while it's traversing you know, Japan airspace, those kind of comments. One has to wonder whether or not the MOD, the Ministry of Defense, has not been whispering to the Pentagon saying, you know, if you guys ask for us to buy things, we can then put a purchase of an Aegis onshore uh -huh. missile, anti-missile system as a part of our wish list. Mm -hmm. But otherwise we can't do it. There's always that kind of communication going on between the two capitals, between the staffs, mm -hmm. so that eventually when the two leaders meet, one says the convenient excuse that the other can use. And certainly the Abe administration has in the past, for example, with the, de the, the Special Designated Secrets Act, it said we need this act because the United States wants us to improve our control over secrets. Mm -hmm. to which the United States government said, what? <laughs> I mean, yeah, fine, but, uh, and then quietly behind the doors, we never asked you yes. this. Right. Why are you doing this? And said, but they've done that before. Mm -hmm. uh, that kind of behavior seems to be also happening now with anti-missile defense. Right. The only problem with that is that anti-missile defense, at least if we look at the Korean case, makes the Chinese very upset. They, can, they, they accept as a fait accompli that there are Aegis on, on ships, that the Aegis system is working on Japanese and Korean destroyers. Putting the THAAD in South Korea, that land-based system, and what would be a land-based system Aegis ashore in Japan, changes the dynamic for them in terms of their second strike capability. Mm -hmm. And they are, really don't like it. The only way that Abe could ever get away with it is saying, well, the Americans told me that I right. had to get it. Right, right. Well, I think that what the president said dovetails so nicely with what the prime minister is trying to achieve, which is having a strong samurai nation, a strong nation capable of defending itself and having the, the tools and the utility to, to be able to do that without relying on the United States. Well, also without relying on necessarily the people of Japan in terms of them approving a revision of Article 9, instead making, it a, making the strengthening a technical issue rather than a constitutional right. one. You're right, right. A lot of interesting issues that weave in and out as we have this discussion. Thank you for joining. Please stay tuned.